Hi everybody, this is Dan. And this is Resh. And welcome to Z-Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast. We're on podcast number eight. I can't believe it. It's pretty good, I think. I can't believe it's number eight already. Wow, time goes by fast. It does. So, uh, just a few announcements before we get started. Um, There's no mailbag this time. Um, Sorry about that. Stuff's busy. Yeah, we didn't really have time to put it together, but we are always looking for more, so please send more of those uh, questions to our email. We were very excited to receive some of uh, voice question submissions, and uh, so please keep those coming if you're uh, able to do so, but if you'd rather send uh, your question in by text, that's just fine too. You can send them into our email. It's dinandrish at gmail.com. Right. Or, if you would prefer to be asked the questions, you could be on our Keaton quiz. You definitely can send out applications to that same email address. Uh, Just be patient, though. We do have quite a long waiting list right now to get on the quiz. It's popular. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) And lastly... Uh, We are always looking for more segments, so if there's something about Zelda that you like or want to talk about, you can record a segment about whatever it is you want to talk about and send it to us, and you can be on Z-Talk. And you don't have to do it by yourself either. You can do it with a partner, either through Skype or just sitting side by side. As long as we can hear everybody on the tape, then it's all good. Check out the link below for the invitation for all your uh, questions about doing a segment for us. Sounds good. So let's move on to the podcast. All right. So first up on the uh, ZD podcast, we have Cinnamon. And she's going to be talking about the battle tactic of Dead Man's Volley. Take it away, Sin. Hi, everyone. Cinnamon again. And I've got a seemingly pointless question for you all. So, uh, who here plays tennis? Yeah, I know. Odd comment. But hey, tennis is a fun game, and it's pretty popular in a lot of places around the world, and I'm sure a lot of people play it. I mean, I play it sometimes, kind of, sort of, while I'm getting off topic and I haven't even started. Um, (laughs) what was I saying? Link. Okay, I wasn't actually talking about Link, I was talking about tennis, but Link plays tennis, didn't you know? Okay, back on topic. But yes, anyway, Link does actually play tennis, or at least I like to call it tennis, but maybe you guys are more familiar with the term dead man's volley which is basically magical life or death tennis. For those of you who still have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, Dead Man's Volley refers to that battle tactic where basically the enemy shoots a giant ball of magic at you and you have to hit it back and they'll hit it back at you and you hit it back at them and they'll hit it back at you and you hit it back at them, etc, 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 until somebody dies. Okay, we all good? Good. And despite seeming like a really painful game, it's actually pretty popular in the Zelda games. So, who has Link been playing Dead Man's Volley with over the years? Well, we'll have to take a look at the lack of originality in the Zelda bosses for a moment to answer that question. So, we've got 
Aghanim from A Link to the Past, Nightmare from Link's Awakening in the form of Aghanim's Shadow, Phantom Ganon from Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf also from Ocarina of Time, Phantom Ganon in The Wind Waker, twice, Phantom Ganon in Four Swords Adventures, twice, notice how many Ganons we have already, Puppet Zelda from Twilight Princess, which is basically Phantom Ganon in a woman's body, he is such a creeper, and, at least it's not Ganon again, the Cubist Sisters and Phantom Hourglass who gave this lovely game its title. So, that's seven bosses, three being Phantom Ganons, one being Phantom Ganon in a woman's body, one being subordinate of Ganondorf, one being a replica of a subordinate of Ganondorf, and one being Ganondorf himself. Thank you, Cuba Sisters, for not fitting in. And if someone tells me the Cuba Sisters have any connection whatsoever to Ganondorf, I will bite their head off. Not kidding. So yeah, now that Ganondorf's addiction to tennis and total lack of originality has been established, let's take a look at the actual game itself. Basically, Dead Man's Volley is a tennis match to the death, where the tennis ball is a giant sphere of pulsating magic, and the rackets are whatever weapons one happens to have on hand at the time. It's a game of speed, timing, having a good eye, and it is rather fun, so I guess I can see why Ganondorf likes it so much. But one can't help but realize that any boss that would actually battle with a dead man's volley is pretty idiotic, to be putting it lightly. I mean, I know we've all made fun of the fact that bosses brainlessly tend to leave the only weapon that can kill them inside the very dungeons they live in. And if you haven't made fun of them, you are lying. Admit it. But when the only thing that can hurt the boss is their own magic, well why on earth? Earth would they give Link access to that power source too? I mean, it's like throwing Link a big old neon sign with the words KILL ME WITH THIS in bright eye-popping rainbow colors on it. And it's not like the magic ball is their only attack. I mean, every boss that plays Dead Man's Volley has another sword or another type of unreturnable magic that they could use instead. I mean, were they just born idiots or something? Cause I just don't get it. Here's another thing to think about. Their magic, it isn't even all that good. In A Link to the Past, you could reflect Aghanim's magic with a bug catching net. In Link's Awakening, Aghanim's shadow could fall to a shovel. And every incarnation of Phantom Ganon saw his doom at the hands of a little glass bottle. Okay, a bottle I can kind of understand. I mean, Link does have some pretty fancy bottles. And maybe a shovel, since it is metal and all reflecty and stuff, but a net? A net? A bug-catching net. Good heavens, Aghanim, what do you power your magic with, bumblebees? That aside, there's also a sort of pseudo-dead man's volley that I just like to call dead man's chaos. It's not so much tennis anymore, I mean, it still involves hitting back a ball of energy, but this time the enemy doesn't even try to return it. And I call it Dead Man's Chaos because, well, the energy balls do some funny things. Funny, unnatural things. Some bosses that do this are Twinrova from the Linked Oracle games, Vati from Four Swords, Maladus from Spirit Tracks, and I'm just gonna throw in this Blue Stalfos mini-boss from Oracle of Ages because this is just plain funny. Recall that I said that the energy balls do some odd things? Well, this Blue Stalfos... If you hit his magic back at him, he turns into a bat. Like a little winged rodent bat. And if you miss and the magic hits Link, Link becomes a baby. Um, can someone explain how that works to me because I really don't get it. <sighs>
But anyways, other odd things about Dead Man's Chaos. With Twinrova, it isn't exactly that weird, but it is still chaotic since what those two hags will do is they'll just randomly float around the stage, randomly shooting out random elemental chunks of rock that you have to try to aim at the correct witch. And I've always still seen it as a tad suicidal for those two hacks that have deflectible magic that is just perfect for killing each other. Maybe they just really don't like each other and secretly hope to one day do each other in due to some twisted sibling rivalry or something. Hmm. Anyways. The Four Swords Vati seems to be rather fond of colors and he'll shoot out these magical color energy laden boulders that basically have the links running around playing a dangerous version of hot potato with swords and a one eyed demon in the middle. And Maladus, um, his boulders can make 90 degree angle turns in midair. I mean, what? Wait a minute. You aren't actually firing Maladus' boulders back at him, so I guess that's not even Dead Man's Chaos. Oops, my bad. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, because I like having an excuse to make fun of Maladus. He is probably, no, scratch that, he is definitely the most inept boss I have ever seen in a Zelda game, ever. And I have a lot of reasons why he is the most inept boss I've ever seen in a Zelda game ever, or maybe any game ever. He is just seriously out there. <laughs> That's putting it lightly, by the way, but I'll save that rant for some other time. Methinks I got a tad off topic here. <laughs> I feel like going to go play some tennis now. Bye! I've got to admit, I'm definitely not a fan of tennis. No? No, I'm not a big fan of having the ball, like, shot directly into my face multiple times oh. in a single match. You know, I've only ever played it once, and I really couldn't play it because I always hit it too hard, and I hit it farther than I should have, and it would never bounce. I don't oh. think I was aiming right. Anyway, thank you, Cinnamon, for your <laughs> <laughs> submission, and uh, I've definitely died in magical life-or-death tennis several times. I'm pretty good at the video game version, just not so good at the real-life version. Next up, we are hearing from two fabulous ladies that are speaking to us all the way from across the Atlantic. So I'd like to welcome Migo7 and Pop360, who want to talk to us about Zelda enemies. Hi guys, it's Migo7 and Pop360. And today we're doing Zelda enemies, the good, the bad, and the, the ugly. ugly. Okay, so we're gonna start off with the good and one of our favorite enemies. Choo-choos! We love them! Chooka, 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 no, no, chooka. no, 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 I've gone over this with you. It's not a train. No, it's just a train. No, okay, right. So, right, choo-choos. But we just love them. They're just so cute. I mean, they just come in so many colors and they and bounce off your shield. Forms. And they bounce off your shield, apart from the electric ones. Frazzle, you like a Pikachu. Frazzle's a bat. They do though. I mean, they just come up at you, and then your map goes all big as you've 
Which I don't see a point in, because you know your way around a dungeon anyway. Unless it's kind of the whole whale map thing. Which oh, you the to, whale map thing. Which you have to draw. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, what else is good? What, what other enemies? What, oh. what, what, what enemies do we like? We, we like, like Dark Nuts. Dark Nuts yes, nice. yes we do. Because, well, the Dark Nuts, they just have this really kind of cool look to them. They're like ominous slightly, and they're also really like fun to fight, you know? Like the, they're just really epic enemies. They just have this whole enemy quality thing about them. They're fun to fight, not just like, it's difficult, but not so difficult that you're going to die. And you fight them and you're like, yeah, that I just fought a really cool enemy. And also you get to use all your abilities that you learn in Twilight Princess, like the Helm Splitter and that weird rolly one that's so annoying it took me ages to learn. You yeah, know, yeah, we know, you, you jump you and you difficult. roll and you roll and you go woo and you, you, you slice had, it round. We know you had, had much three days um yeah okay um <laughs> yeah well like on minish cap or something or one of the games like handhelds where you kind of on this like there's this um dark nook kind of just bouncing around after you and you kind of climb up this ladder and it's still there and it follows you and it's just funny because link's just looking down going ha ha you're so hey i'm down there you can't get me we just we just like them anyway in mm. all shapes forms handhelds and normal games and in wind waker and we don't have many goods because we have a lot more to say about the bad and the ugly so we'll should move now on to the bad do, do, do. Floor masters <laughs> and wall masters. Oh dear, where do we start with these guys? We start with them. Where do we start? We start with Minish Cap. Yes, we do. Well, they just have this thing where they're mainly they're blue, aren't they? Blue. Yeah, I think yeah, they're blue. blue. I think they're blue anyway. They're blue already. Um, so you're in this dungeon and you're walking around and then there's like this little noise and this little kind of black shadow on the floor and he's like, oh no, a wall master, run! Floor, 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 I don't thing. get, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and you're just like, oh no, run away! And it's just like they come down so, so slowly. And it's like, but if you're standing there for a moment, you just ponder about what to do next. It oh, just, yeah, you just get grabbed, and it's like, Link's just like, oh no! So. It's very British. <laughs> 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 we don't. Uh, and then in, in the Wind Waker, you're, you're in a temple, and you're with Makar or um, Medley, whichever you pick first. And you're going through this fog on the floor, and you're like, okay, well, this is normal. And you think that that Makar and Medley are still following you. But what's happening in reality is, they're getting eaten by this floor mask that's crept up, and, and then you hear the screaming going, ah! The amount of feathers she yeah, loses. Yeah, she loses like, loads of feathers as she's dragged slowly through the ground. And you're screaming against her you're own will. You're chasing against... T- towards this this what floor master and and, and it grabs her and it's too late and she he, he takes her back right to the beginning of a freaking dungeon and he can't get anywhere without her which is kind of annoying if you're right near the end of the dungeon yeah so you have to run all the way back or if you're really clever or if you're really clever like us you can just get eaten by a floor master as well and then you'll both be dragged outside the temple by two hands that perhaps belong to the same body once mm. yeah that's an interesting thought but then you get to Phantom Algas and Spirit Tracks! Doo-doo. Oh no. <laughs> oh look, Link, there's the boss key! You're about to get it! Da-na-na-na! You got the boss key, it's very heavy, so you must carry it above your head because and you it's bigger than you! Also walk really slowly, so you're walking along going, Oh god, this is a really heavy key, I'm just... What did I just step? I just, I, oh no, dun, I just dun, stepped dun, on a piece. Dun, Why is the music dun, going all scary? Dun, dun, I just stepped dun, dun, on a piece of ground that I shouldn't have done. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you can cut that now. Uh-oh. Then, big hand. Purple. Blue. It steals you. You're just about to put the key in the slot and then it steals it off you and drags it back from the beginning and you try it again and again and it still even doesn't if work. You, even if you chuck the key, it just shoves it back on the pedestal. It's like, 
Is your key really that precious as just to shove there with no security? Just I think they laugh at us. Yeah, they they, they, they mock us from above, from oh. the from the from the floor or the wall. But what? No, what, the ceiling and the, they're not they're ceiling masters because they they live in the ceiling and just come down off, off the wall. Well, they come out of the floor. You know? Like likes. Oh. We actually kind of like the like likes like, but like like what? But we don't like but, the like but, likes. But we think they're annoying because when they eat the shield. Oh my dear lord. Those shields. The prices are extortionate, especially from Limbeck's place, you know? So you have to go, you'd be like, oh no, they ate my shield, no! And then you go to buy it with some rupees, but then you realise the like likes eaten your rupees. Oh yeah, well, sometimes they kind of just nom your shield and they don't give it back. Yeah. Yeah, they Next. don't give you the shield, nom, 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 nom. Oh look, you've just eaten my shield. Piats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Ocarina of Time, like, first time I was playing, I just walk along the, I was just like walking along the Hyrule field for some reason, and I'm just the massive pea hat, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh no, it's, no, run away. But in, in Minish Cap and stuff, they're just kind of like flying around and you can't hit them in it. Yeah. The worst thing is when they're in the Wind Waker. We will come, we'll come onto the boat a bit later because we just randomly felt like telling you that, even though this is not really much to do. Right, in the Wind Waker, the, 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 you're in the boat and you cut, you're firing at them, fire, fire, fire with these arrows because you can't use your sword because you're sailing and you can't <laughs> have your sword out at the same time of a sail for some apparent reason. Yeah. We'll come onto the boat later. Rats, they're not really that bad, but you know when Zelda's blocking the entrance or the exit? In the phantom right behind you, and then a rat comes and squeals. And then, and then she just goes, Help me! And they just freezes and starts screaming. And, and there's then a you, phantom behind you, and you and can't Zelda move. Is blocking the path so because you can't this move. rat is running around her. And it's like so. There's a phantom or any other random, random like strange um, enemy. Lost the word there. <laughs> there's a random enemy, and she's not scared at all. She's just scared of rats. It doesn't make much sense. And they just annoy you, especially also in Phantom Hourglass. First ever game, and when you're nine years old, and you're running around as this little rat with a key, and you can't quite grab it each time it gets to you. And then, and then it kills you. And then you, you really. Happy. And then you think you die. You think you die in real life because you die in the game. And you yeah. just like crying. We don't, we don't like that. But, ready for the ugly? I think you all know what comes now. Redeads. Oh my. Ah! They're they so scary. Scary. Not just ugly, but scary. They are deformed freaks. It's also kind of scary when your little brother runs screaming from the room because he saw one. Mm, very yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then and then when it's um attacking you, let's just say, and your mother comes in and is watching you play this game and is wondering what the hell okay, it come is on, doing. Come on, Nintendo! Come on! How how dodgy can you make <laughs> one enemy no, but... clinging onto your back and attacking? Let's just call it attacking. Yeah. Let's no, call but it your, your mother comes in and she's just looking at looking at this screen like what is that thing doing what, what what age rating is this game and she says to me what is that doing to you and you can't you just you're like first time i saw it in the royal tomb right it's like you can't kill it it's like for some reason it's a rotting corpse but you slingshot it and it makes a clanging metal sound it's like it read into metal yeah apparently, apparently so 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 the, the wind waker boat like we were saying yeah yeah. yeah. So why is it so slow? And why do you have to? Yeah, no, literally. No, no. Right. You, you're on. You're sailing on the boat, and you're going northeast-ish. Okay, yeah. Just, just, just an example. And then Mego knocks on Poppy's door. So Poppy goes to open the door and lets me in. I, I go into her living room. The Wind Waker boat is sailing. I'm, I'm like, um, Pop, you, you, you're on your boat. It's moving. Uh, you, yeah. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm just making a cup of tea. It's really slow. Do you want one? Yeah. So I make her a cup of tea. I say no sugar, please. Yes, because never put sugar in your tea, people. Yeah, never. Believe us, we're British. But just <laughs> seriously, I will even you, even if you're being ill, no sugar in your tea. Because we know how much Ellen likes sugar. Don't put it in your tea. 
Not a, we don't know anybody. Not Justin. Wait, Justin doesn't like sugar. Does he like hot dogs? I just don't, that is a good question. Does he like hot dogs? We'll have to ask him. And on that bombshell, Migo and Poppy with shall, the shall leave. And just for those that love this okay. will amuse. And Ilpli. Pip pip cheerio. We'll be back soon. We, we never say that. No. Bye. Stiffing. Alright then. Guess they got a little off track closer to the end there, eh? That was quite amusing <laughs> for me. I was. Do you put listen... sugar in your tea? No comment, so that they can't get <laughs> upset with me. Anyway, Zelda enemies, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Thank you guys for your podcast submission, and we hope to hear again from you soon. All right, so for our next submission, hey, Din. Yeah? Did you put a submission in this time? Maybe. Did you? Yeah, well, we told everybody that we were going to start doing our own segments, so I thought I better get on that, and I, so I put one in. It says it's about pronunciations. Are we talking about pronunciations of the names of places or people or what? A little bit of everything. You're just going to have to wait and find out. Oh no. Alright, well, here we go. Don't know me. Hey guys, what's up? This is Din, and this is Din's Info Inferno. Ah, I love it. I'd like to thank Arkvoodle for the name title of my segment. Um, it's the one I'm going to run with for now. And uh, if you guys have any more ideas, though, I'd love to hear them. Send them to the email. You know it by now, dinandrish at gmail.com. So today I want to talk about pronunciations, which is a fairly debated topic in Zelda because, well, frankly, the game doesn't speak to us. We read the text and come up with our own version of what it should sound like in our head and never really say it. We do type it though, especially here at Zelda Dungeon, we all talk to each other about Zelda, and we type the words that we have read off the game screen. So, you know, it's all the same. But, if someone starts a voice chat, or you actually come face to face with another Zelda fan, and you sit down and you start talking and you start debating, and then they say something and it doesn't sound quite right, and you kind of look at them funny, and they look at you funny, and you both clarify to make sure you're talking about the same thing, you realize that you have both formed different ways that certain words in Zelda should be pronounced. So, what's correct? Well, the only way we could really find that out is if we could get Miyamoto to say them all in English without his accent. Yeah, so we don't really know, but we can debate. I thought it might be fun to highlight some of the more debated words and uh, actually put sounds to the letters that we use on the screen to try and convey how we're saying them in text. So 
here we go. I guess we should start with the most uh, prevalent ones. How about the word Zelda? You know, that game we play in the name of the princess? Most people pronounce it Zelda. And I think that's the only way it's really intended to be pronounced. But I have heard it pronounced with an S as Zelda. Now, I find this rather odd myself, but, you know, each to his own. How about that blue instrument that Link plays has a whole de game dedicated to itself? Yeah? Ocarina? Or Ocarina? Well, personally, I think it's meant to be Ocarina, but I've always pronounced it Ocarina, and can't seem to get myself to change. One of the most debated words are those little plant creatures that are enemies in some games and can be friends in some other games. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced Deku, Deku, Duku, Deku, and the list goes on. But I think Deku is probably the closest to correct, though I've always pronounced it Deku. How about the race of females that live in the desert and carry pikes and tend to attack you the second they see you? Yeah. Gerudo? Gerudo? Gerodo? Any of those sound familiar to you? Personally, I've always said Gerudo. But seeing as with the soft G and the hard G, it's probably supposed to be Gerudo. Though, I think Gerudo sounds a lot nicer. Another division of highly debated words are the names of the goddesses of Hyrule. You know, the ones that created it. Din, the goddess of power, well, that's not really that debatable. Din is Din, and that's about the end of it. But the goddess of wisdom, I've heard it pronounced Nehru, Nairu, and Niru. Interesting, I thought, though I think Nehru is uh, probably the closest. Nehru doesn't seem quite right to me as there's no R before the Y in the word. And how about the goddess of courage? This one could be pronounced many different ways depending on what dialect you come from. I've heard Faror, Feror, Feror, Feor, and Feorore. Now, that's quite the list. But I think Faror is probably the most widely accepted by the Zelda fans. How about the list of people that Link comes across in his adventures that we never really know how their names are supposed to be pronounced? Or their races for that matter. Guess I've touched on a couple races, but um, how about the Sage of Light from Ocarina or Ocarina of Time? Roru? Rauru? or Ra-ru. I've heard all three, and frankly, to me, they all just sound like one big tongue twister. Quite the name he has, but I think Roru is probably what they were going for. Now, how about from the same game, the person that helps you out at every temple and gives you songs so that you can warp back? He's dressed in blue and has blonde hair and has all the wrappings around his face. Sheik? Sheik? And what about his race? 
I've heard it pronounced, well, the same as his name, obviously, because they're very, very similar. But I've heard Shika, and I've also heard Shika. Now, personally, I like the pronunciation with the I, but I know that that's not the most widely accepted version of that word. Same game again. How about the little ball of blue light that follows you around everywhere, proclaiming her existence? Navi? Navi? Or Navi? I don't think that this one is that debatable, as I'm pretty sure it was intended to be Navi, as in navigator, because that's what she is in terms of game mechanics to you. So, I don't think that one's as debatable, but I have heard the debate go on. Additionally, some highly debated pronunciations of important words aren't necessarily in the spelling, but in simply the emphasis. I've heard the land that most Zelda games take place in called Hyrule, but I've also heard it called Hyrule. Now, the pronunciation's the same, but the emphasis is different, so this one's harder to pick up on when someone says it differently than the way you say it. So, I don't know, I guess that one's not quite as debatable, but personally, I think Hyrule rolls off the tongue a little easier. <laughs> now that my tongue is sufficiently tied, I'm going to give this up on my end for now, but I'd like to hear from you guys. So if you want to try to convert your speech into text, leave in the comments below how you would pronounce some of these harder names. This was Din's Info Inferno, and I will see you later, guys. So what'd you think? What I think is, honestly, I've never actually thought about the pronunciations of things. Just whatever I came up with in my head was always what it was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... You're so, hanging out, and someone says it differently, and then you have a problem. And then you have a battle. A small battle. Over pronunciation. I see. Well, that's what me and my friends do. Okay. Dawn armor and <laughs> replica master swords. And... Oh, I see. I have yet to witness that. <laughs> well... We're not supposed to talk about it. Okay. Anyways, so your submission I thought was pretty good. Well, thank you. So you're going to have more for us another time? I hope so in the future, yes. Uh, we like to receive segments from all the people we've had in the past and new people. So if you would like to submit something, guys that are listening, that'd be fantastic. And how about you, Mr. I, Mr. Rish, who is going to make segments? Well, you know, I've been really busy, and uh -huh. I've been putting it off because I've been playing video games. Yeah, I've heard all the excuses. All right, all right. Well, look for one for next month, okay? Sounds good. And guys, I think Rish's segment still needs a name. So, yeah. if you've got an idea for the title for Rish's segment, you can send it to us in the email, or you can leave it in the description below on the Zelda Dungeon News page. Thanks.
Din, what's this file on the computer? Which one? The one that says random. Oh, that's random. <sighs> Some random person broke into our studio and started recording stuff. Yeah. He's, well, he's done it before, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna do it again. Because, yeah. you know, he made a title for his randomness. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, you know what? I guess we might as well give it a listen and see what it's about. Alright, guys. Random in person. Sup, ZD? Random person here, and you are listening to the random in person, where random person, that's moi, gives his random thoughts about the random things he thinks about in Zelda. Randomly, of course. And what I want to discuss to you today is that I've seen in Zelda Dungeon several discussions somewhat along the lines of, I hate you for thinking that Twilight Princess is a bad game, but I love you for thinking that Zelda 2 is a bad game and hatred, and love, and kicking, and punching, and biting, and gnawing, and... Well, maybe not that much, but you get the picture. A lot of debates on what is a bad Zelda game. And I didn't come here today to tell you which Zelda games are bad, though I may mention some to prove some points, but what I want everyone to understand is that not everybody seems to be using the same definition of what a good Zelda game is. And if you don't have that down, then you can't agree on anything or even agree to disagree because everything's going to not be completely understood. So next time you get into one of these conversations, just think back to this podcast, this random in person, and see if everything is fully understood before the whole debating begins. Now, what one definition that people are using as a good Zelda game is a game they personally like. Now, I, for one, am not going by that definition. I think it's not true at all as far as what a good Zelda game is. I say all the time, I hate Conker's Bad Fur Day. I really do. I don't like what it stands for. I think it's immoral, and I hate what it stands for. But... I would be lying to you if I said I thought it was a, a bad game. Conker's Bad Fur Day is a great game. Probably one of the best that the 64 had to offer, and that was an extremely good system. Also, I like Sonic the Hedgehog for the PS3, despite the fact that it was a completely horrible game. Um, the game was, gameplay was bad, the story was bad for Sonic, and it was just a bad game, but I liked it. So I don't really go by a definition, a good Zelda game is a game I personally like, but some people do, so think about that. Next definition is a Zelda, a good Zelda game is a Zelda game that people personally have fun playing. Now, I know that sounds a lot like the first definition, but they're different. Um, but see, sometimes, don't tell anybody this. playing Zelda 2 but I really don't like that game so that there are the variances but some people are considering games they have fun playing Zelda are good Zelda games <laughs> Zelda games they have fun playing with are good Zelda games uh, the last definition and there are multiple definitions but I can't name them all I don't know them all and there's no way I could find well there probably is a way I could find them all I, and the random person, I'm that awesome. But anyway, 
The last definition that people are going by is a game that sticks closely to the traditions of Zelda. See how specific that got? Yeah. And the prime examples of this are Ocarina of Time and A Link to the Past, which are the best two Zelda games in the series. I mean, you can disagree with me, but you're wrong. <laughs> but those are the two pretty much the best. But even when people are going by this definition, which most people do, though some do go by the other, the other ones, it's hard to say exactly what the traditions of a Zelda game are. I mean, I personally think Twilight Princess stuck very close to the traditions of a Zelda game. But because it is extremely dark, and that the colors are extremely contrasting compared to the other Zelda games, people consider it different than what is norm of Zelda. And yet, it, some those same people still consider it a good Zelda game. And again, Majora's Mask was an extremely different Zelda game. How it went about was completely different, but a lot of people nowadays consider it an, extreme, an extremely good Zelda game. And so it leads you to wonder what exactly are the traditions these people are talking about. I mean, is it just solving puzzles? Is it going into dungeons? Now, of course, there are examples like Zelda 2, which strayed from the norm and is still mostly considered a bad Zelda game. But still, you got to think, what are these traditions that I'm talking about? And also, one confusion that's going on is what is exactly a Zelda game. Now you think we all know that, but there are different definitions here too. And let, let me read some of it. Let me say some of them. Zelda game is any game with Zelda characters in it. Okay, in reality nobody goes by that because none of us consider Smash Brothers a Zelda game. So moving on from that, somebody did tell me this definition though. A game that has Link and or Zelda in the game. And I was like, what about Smash Brothers? And then they said, no, I meant a game with Link and Zelda in it and in the title. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> now that definition, I don't know. It needs some thinking about, I don't agree with it fully, but you, you think about that when you get when you get a chance. Third definition, any game called Legend of Zelda. Self-explanatory. Don't really need to dive into that. Fourth definition, and this is the definition that I go by, this is the last definition I'll be talking about, is any game called Legend of Zelda or Zelda 2, I do consider Zelda 2 a, a real Zelda game, and is made by Nintendo. Now, I have not played the CDIs, so Masis, Zin, uh, Sin, uh, don't get mad at me. <laughs> I haven't played them, so I can't consider them as real Zelda games yet. So, don't torture me. But yeah, any game called Legend of Zelda or Zelda 2 made by Nintendo. Now, I don't think anybody considers Tingle's Magical Rupee Land a real Zelda game and if you do you can go in the timeout corner but you're entitled to your opinion you can just have it in the timeout 
But yeah, if you're going by that third definition of what a good Zelda game is, that it sticks to the traditions of a Zelda game, you might want to think about what are those traditions and what exactly a Zelda game is, because not everybody might not agree on that. And one thing, one last thing I want to discuss is what is a good game in general. Not just a good Zelda game, but a good game in general. And basically what I've come down to, what I've seen, it, seen that it comes down to is that a good game is a game that entertains and serves its purpose. Now, every game has to entertain because the point of video games is to entertain. If your video game is not entertaining, then it's not a good game. But some video games have other purposes, like maybe they want to try out some new feature that's been going on. Or, uh, and that purpose can also be to entertain. It can simply be to entertain. So if your game entertains and that was its purpose, it has entertained and served its purpose. Like now, an, an example of this is an example of a game that served its purpose is Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess entertained about half of the Zelda world. And it brought back a nostalgia of Ocarina of Time, which is what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to bring back, make us feel comfortable about, or make us remember Ocarina of Time as we play. There's so many hints in Ocarina of Time, to Ocarina of Time in Twilight Princess. And so I, that's why I think Twilight Princess was a good game, even though some people don't like it. A good, major, a good chunk of the Zelda fans had fun playing it, and it served its purpose. But yeah, Think about all that the next time you come in a debate about what is a bad Zelda game. And number, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. You can agree with them or you can't. I'm just some random person. I don't know everything. Oh, and also, some people have been asking me questions on Zelda Dungeon about some of the things I've discussed in the podcast, which is fine and dandy. You can contact me in Zelda Dungeon. Um, or you could start a thread in Zelda Dungeon. I highly encourage that because I want to see the different uh, different ideas that people are, that multiple people can throw in there. So go, you can go ahead and do that. Or you can contact me at let's see, um, Jim's number, Joe's number. Call if you want somebody to disappear. Here it is, random person two one 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 nine at yahoo.com. RandomPerson21119 at yahoo.com. That's right, folks. I'm giving out my email. So if you have questions about the podcast or just questions in general, like what's my favorite game, then you can contact me. Don't you dare ask me what my favorite game is because you should all know that by now. Also, if you want to be on random in person, don't even try it because I don't want y'all random people showing up here. <laughs> so that email is just for, you know, different talks about stuff. And, um, that was random, and I'm out. Thank you, random person, for your random thoughts about what makes a good Zelda game and what makes a Zelda game. You know, I should have something witty to say, but I'm running out of random puns. Yeah, it's really hard to randomly come up with stuff.
Hi everybody and welcome to the Keaton Quiz. Uh, we have a whole nother quiz set up for you this time. We have our returning champion, Cinnamon. Hi everyone. And her opponent this time is Migo7. Hi. Just to clarify the rules for anyone who hasn't listened to the Keaton Quiz before. You will be asked a question from one of two categories, The Legend of Zelda or Zelda Dungeon. You must buzz in to answer the question. We will call whoever buzzed in first to answer. You have 15 seconds to answer. If you hesitate too long or answer incorrectly, you will hear this sound. And your opponent will get a chance to steal. If neither of you buzz in within 15 seconds, the question will be discarded. If you buzz in before the question has been read in its entirety, you will not be read the remainder of the question. In the event of a steal, the question will be reread. Correct answers will be indicated by this sound, and you will be awarded a point. There are 10 questions you need 6 to win. The winner will move on to the next round of the Keaton Quiz and will be challenged by a different opponent. Alright, so now we'd like you both to demonstrate your buzz-in sounds. Cinnamon is using her bell, and Migo is using a shaker. We'll call it a shaker. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, anything to say before we start? I'm hyperactive right now. Well, I'm quite tired, so let's just see how that works. <laughs> Alright, then let's get started. Question number one. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In Majora's Mask, what are the instruments that you play in each of the forms? Cinnamon. The Dinkus Grub has this odd little trumpet thing. Big trumpet. Yeah. Uh, the Goron <laughs> has his, I think they're bongo drums. They're some kind of drums. They're drums. Let's okay. just go with drums. Yes. Uh, the Zora has his uh, awesome bony fish guitar. It's like a skeleton. It's so cool. And of course, it little Karina. Or do you like? That's correct. Cinnamon has a point. Yay! <laughs> Question number two. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In A Link to the Past, what item do you find in the castle dungeon while looking for Zelda at the beginning of the game? Cinnamon. I want to see the lantern. Oh. That is incorrect. So, Migo, you get a chance to steal. In A Link to the Past, what item do you find in the castle dungeon while looking for Zelda at the beginning of the game? Um, well, I've never really played it, so I'm gonna take a random guess and say a sword. That is also incorrect. Question lost. Oops. <laughs> Question number three. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In Ocarina of Time, how many upgrades are there for the Deku Seed Bullet Bag after receiving it, and how many bullets does each upgrade have? Wow. Come on, ladies, five more seconds. Somebody say something. Cinnamon? I'm gonna take a guess that... Uh, I know there are two upgrades. I think one is 30 and the other is 50. 
That's incorrect. You had the numbers right, but not quite how many. So, Migo, did you want to try for the steal? Migo. Um, I don't know which number she got right, so I have no idea. Do you want to take a stab at it? Um, I, I'd say two upgrades. I know one of them holds 13, I think. The second one, um, 45. That is also incorrect. And I just realized mm-hmm. I kind of gave her an answer, didn't I? <laughs> It's okay, she got it wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh question number four. Category Zelda Dungeon. How many layouts has the site had since it was created? Migo? Okay, hang on, this is slightly guessing. I'm gonna say six. Incorrect. Cinnamon, how many layouts has the site had since it was created? I have a feeling we're on layout 20. That's incorrect as well. That was close, though. You were close. It was really close. Really? Not me. I have no idea. It was either 19 or 20, but I thought 19 was the last one. No, we're on 19. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were really close, But you were close. Okay, question number five. Category, The Legend of Zelda. How many golden frogs are there in Phantom Hourglass? Cinnamon. Five. Oh! No! Sorry. You hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. (laughs) So what button was it? It's supposed to be incorrect. (laughs) Migo? How many golden frogs are there in Phantom Hourglass? Um, six. There it is! That's the button I should have been <laughs> pressing. Sorry. Good job, Migo. There so are six. <laughs> we now have a tie game. Cinnamon one, Migo one. After yeah. five questions. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing so well this time, ladies. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Question number six. Category, The Legend of Zelda. What system was Ocarina of Time's Master Quest originally released for? Cinnamon? That is correct. Cinnamon 2, Migo 1. Question number 7. Category, Zelda Dungeon. What pets does Mossy's own? Cinnamon? I just know he has a really loud bird. I'm gonna give that one to you on a technicality. (laughs) The fact that one of the birds is quite quiet and the other bird is quite loud. Alright. Okay, question number eight. Category, Legend of Zelda. Who is the captain of the guard for Clocktown in Majora's Mask? This is a tough one. This is a hard question, for sure. Five seconds. Think about the posters you see around town. Aw, time's up. 
Yeah, I didn't have any sleep. Start with a B. Start with a B. Doesn't start with a B. Doesn't start with a B. I think it's some point else. Okay, question number nine. Category: The Legend of Zelda. How many magic containers are there to collect in the Adventure of Link? You guys are At least tired. take a guess. Take a guess. Somebody. <laughs> really tired. Somebody. Somebody. Take a guess. Today. Before the buzzer. <laughs> oh, question lost. I think our contestants are tired. I'm thinking so too. <laughs> one's staying up late and one's waking up early. Today. I just totally That's okay. Question number 10. Category Zelda Dungeon. Who is the man with a plan? Also known as the guy who makes most of the walkthroughs for Zelda Dungeon. Oh, I do like this is a trick question. <laughs> Somebody buzz it! Somebody try! Come on! Try please! Oh, what the people confuse me! God. Question lost! He is going to be very upset with both of you. <laughs> We're really tired, okay? <laughs> we do! We have too many. I don't know who does what. We're going to get a as well. the people we have on our staff. On the staff page, it says, like, walkthrough, but I've forgotten who it is. Sorry. Well, our final yeah, I, total... I apologize to the person. Our final total is Cinnamon 3 and Migo 1. So Cinnamon holds her throne. Yay! Yay. Today. Yay. Congratulations, Cinnamon. <laughs> and thank you, Migo, for being on the Kiki well Quiz. Good. We do have to give our contestants some credit. Cinnamon has stayed up very late, and Migo has got up very early to coordinate time zones. I've got to say, Migo, I would not have woken up that early for anything. <laughs> 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 mm -hmm. I, I'm really so tired. Alright, well, we want to thank you both for being on the Keaton Quiz, and we will see you next time, guys. Well, guys, that was another edition of Z Talk, but... As always, we want to promote your involvement in our podcast. So, if you're listening from iTunes, uh, hop on your web browser and come on over to www.zeldadungeon.net and look up this podcast and maybe comment below in the comment section. We're always looking for more. If you're listening to it right off the bat of it downloading off iTunes, it should be the first thing on the website. If not, maybe scroll down just a little bit. But uh, definitely leave us some comments in the section below. And uh, if you want to be on the podcast, as we've said a couple times already, you can submit a segment. Or you can send us a voice question for our mailbag. Or an application to be on the Keaton Quiz. Just email us at dinandrish at gmail.com or click on the link below. So we hope to see you again soon, guys. This is Din. And this is Rish. And this was Z Talk, the Zelda Dungeon Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>